Hey, how's it going? Hey, man. Good to hear from you. Oh, so can you hear me okay on your end? Yeah, I can. Okay. You know, my um, my cousin always keeps complaining that uh, the audio quality for for the pod is really bad, mostly mostly on my end. And uh, (laughs) we're gonna make it we're gonna make it extra bad today by uh, just you know walking around traffic and whatever. (laughs) But here we are. So. Today I'm doing it without my headphones, so we'll see how it goes. So I'm just gonna make sure I try to talk loud and articulate well enough for you and everyone else outside to hear me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's. Yeah, you can do the intro if you want. Welcome back. Hello, hello. This <laughs> is another episode of Entropy with me, Brandon, and Michael Coffin. Uh, yeah. Today we are doing a little bit different setting Mikel is walking and i'm also outside the weather is nice and so let's begin so how have you been i have been busy okay. uh i feel like the, the last episode was two months ago one month ago time has started to converge into one mass of like yeah. A day, another day, another day. I feel, I feel that. Are you, have you been, has it mostly, I think we had the one episode around entrepreneurship, right? So mm-hmm. is that, is that what's kept you busy or is it something else? It's more work. Work has picked up. I've been trying to balance, I've been trying to balance like that work life balance where it's like, all right, how much time do you, go into like thinking about work when you're off of work how do you flip that switch and think about other parts of your life because mm-hmm. i feel like right now or at least some days it's like all right you work for x amount of hours and you get home and you're just dead you're a zombie you don't feel like doing anything yeah and it's hard to like yeah. start building up other aspects of your life um so we don't have that energy yeah um i've been there um all right. Well, so what have you, what's, what, like, what if, what's, like, if you were to assess your own situation, what do you think? I maybe need to, hmm, maybe, maybe I need to, hmm, I haven't figured it out yet. I know it's, it's more so like in it's all in my mind. Like I'll get home and I'll say, Oh, I'm so tired. I don't have energy to do right. this X, Y, and Z. But I understand that doing X, Y, and Z will benefit like future Brandon. And so it's about getting over the laziness of it. Like, all right, you have the energy to go and do work and do your job. Mm-hmm. But do you have the energy to live your life and interact with the people who are in your life? Yeah, you know, there's a, um, I didn't actually finish this episode, but there's an episode about motivation from, uh, from Mr. Huberman. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it, was, it was like a, a conversational podcast. He had with somebody else. Again, I, I don't remember the details. So go listen to that, I guess, if, if you're interested. But um, one of the things is that uh, motivation, laziness, like, or procrastination mm-hmm. is actually not a symptom of laziness um, or some particular flaw. It's, it's that you're bored. Like when you, when you want to like one of the standout comments there was if you're, if you start procrastinating, you'll often expend way more energy to procrastinate. Like you'll start cleaning or you'll start doing, you know, you'll start running around doing other things 
all in expelling a lot of energy that could have been done to do the the other thing, right? So it's not like a laziness symptom. Now, it could be that you know you're you're coming home and whatever you're uh, turning on the TV or a video game and just going numb. You know that you know that's a different problem. Um, but in my experience, like I've had the same thing where I'm just like, oh, I want to do all these things, and then oh my god, I just can't get motivated to transition, especially mm-hmm. after an exhausting work day where it's just like I've. You know, work hasn't been like that for me in in, in a while, uh, which honestly is something that I'd like to change. Um, I'd like to be much more engaged and much more challenged again. Um, Mm -hmm. I've had other priorities, but I used to have work days where um, there wasn't a single minute that I wasn't running around doing something. Mm -hmm. And... um, and, you know, and after that, coming back and being like, all right, now let's go work out. Now let's go do entrepreneurial work or whatever, you know, um, there wasn't much left in the bucket for for that transition. Um, I think the things that have generally been recommended were, um, you know, front load, like do two hours mm-hmm. of the thing that really matters to you. Wake up earlier. You know, that's that's an approach. Um, that takes discipline, you know, but I think that, <sighs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's, to, it's, it's the, it's the, do- it's the dopamine. So I think that, you know, you can trick the dopamine with coffee, Adderall, don't recommend it, but, um, <laughs> you know, there are ways to trick your dopamine to do things. Um, mm-hmm. but the, the real trick is just to stay excited about it and i don't think i don't think it's a question of like an energy well right like i don't think that you're actually like if you have a day that you are doing fun things from the moment that you wake up and it's go 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 and then you get to bed and sleep you don't you know like there's nothing wrong with that day you don't go like halfway through and you're like you know what i've had too much fun today i'm just gonna stop now um yeah so i've been trying to figure out like what's the root cause is it um like actually a lack of energy is it a lack of structure or is structure like not what you want so like sometimes i'll try to like break up my day like all right in this block of time i'm only going to focus on this like solely focus on uh either my work or some type of studying or some type of project and i'll try to um filter out all the noise because that's what i feel like is a big issue is like the noise of everything else like Mm -hmm. i'll try to lift but i also need to check my phone because i got messages i also need to check instagram because like kind of addicted and so it's like if i can filter hmm? i was gonna ask you a question about that actually like before before this conversation you're on instagram i created a uh an account that i'm like trying to put all my fitness content on um and so sometimes i'll record my workouts put things on there so it's kind of like building a brand like the start of it um through a social media mean means um so yeah so i have that because i mean i'm i follow you on the one account i'm like i haven't seen you forever you know what i mean so i'm like oh man bravo this 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 (laughs) dude's like got like his social media thing under control Mm -hmm. um yeah i know i started a new one and that's where i will pit like workout videos and everything but it also will 
get used for like when I'm bored, my finger just somehow tat touches Instagram. It's like, oh god, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, like yeah. June scrolling they talk about. So I think that that's the thing that needs to get cut out. Like not cut out, but controlled. I understand mm-hmm. if it has to be part of a business or part of the or like you have to be present, but time box that you know if you've an apple device put a put a limit on that like be mm-hmm. like after 30 minutes i can't click it make it as difficult as possible uninstall it and only check instagram through like your computer or a website you know make it extra hard mm-hmm. and so um that one does suck suck your energy away you know what i mean like yes. certain people can be massive like energy vampires as well um that constantly require attention so you have to put boundaries around certain things to protect the things that are important to you mm-hmm. um, but short of that you know um i love scheduling i love looking at my calendar and time blocking the shit out of it yeah but my past self is overly optimistic about my future self so i think that you know i, I don't know if you should or should not do that um but I know that by itself, it is not a lever that gets you to success. Yes. So I, I, I really think that, like, cut off some of the things that are just sucking things away. Like, be, you know, document the time that you spend and kind of and do it that way. But mm. then I think it's just boredom, man. If you're forced to do something that you don't want to do, like, it's extra hard. Yes. Versus doing something fun. Like, you can do something fun for 16 hours a day every day so you got to make the thing all the things that you're doing fun mm-hmm. or things that you want to do and then it becomes easy yes yes and that's that's the ultimate goal and i mean it's the end of the year so you know it's that time again where the new yep. year resolutions come about um yep. and exactly. so <laughs> yeah so like how like the year's ending are you planning on ending it in a bang, like a quiet explosion? What are you thinking about the end of the year? How, did, how What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think in the past we've talked about, um, uh, I guess, like a cultural reception for the new year for yes. me. Um, the way that you meet the new years, the way that you spend the year, that kind of, you know, energy. Um, which, by the way, I don't keep track of too much, but I do like the the... the little mantra i suppose um i don't have any plans man i don't have any plans i feel very good about this year i feel really good Mm -hmm. about this year this is the first fall that i've not uh first fall in six plus years that i've not felt um there's a couple lows for sure but all in all like (sighs) happy to be here you know like i don't know it's 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 been a challenge it's been a challenge for sure but i'm like really like i bought this uh calendar last year it's this wall calendar that has the entire i'll send you a link it's got Mm -hmm. um all of all of the months like visible like all of them like so you it's like a wall poster and you get a you know sharpie and you write things in and you can put you know so it's nice you can like i have it in my bathroom so like anytime i'm like taking a shower i can look at it and be like okay this is what's ahead mm-hmm. um and there's a little block for notes for next to each month you know and i've, I've been putting and i've been putting notes in there for like this is the summary of the month you know 
And it's just interesting seeing the progression in, in attitude and perspective and how that's shifted through the course of the year, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And so I feel good about the year overall. Um, it's been, yeah, man, I don't know. Like it's, again, it comes and it comes and goes, it comes and goes. Um, how do I feel about the future year? That one's tough, dude. That one's tough. Like, um, I think I still, I very much want to see this bathhouse come to fruition, but there's something major that came up that I don't think I've shared with you. Um, that is sort of pivoting my life drastically. Mm-hmm. So uh, we can circle, we can circle to that, or we can talk about it now, I suppose. But it is, uh, oh my god, dude! I wasn't looking for yeah. it, but here it is. Let's it, let's move into it. New beginnings, yeah. New beginnings, dude. So the my January plus. Um, Dude, I've not shared this with like almost anybody, you know, because it's such a um, <laughs> hilarious thing. Um, okay, so I took a trip to Amsterdam, and yes. it was not a great trip for me. Like, um, it was not a great trip for me. I'm not even going to go into the details of it, but I felt foolish. I felt very mm-hmm. foolish. Uh, the highlight for me was the bathhouse there. It definitely was, but that was about it. Um, and I can share some of those details probably off air with you. Um, I came back and I was like, and I had these like highs and lows, honestly, through November. I had an amazing time in uh, Sedona and Vegas and some ma- major, major like emotional growth. And then I, did the same stream trip and it was back to like a low and yeah, it's just, everything was sort of like settling back down. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I keep progressing. It's that same narrative of getting older and getting whatnot. And I didn't look for this. I didn't reach out. I never filled out a fucking application. I get this message from this random person on Instagram. It's like, mm-hmm. would you be interested in, um, applying for the show or something like we we're having a chat base it was just like would you like to have a conversation and i was like all right like not it doesn't seem like a scam so far let's get on the call and it was for this uh this tv show this reality tv show um okay and uh i've already signed some paperwork so i can't go into like crazy detail but um, and so short, long story short, I did say yes thus far. I'll get to why, but it's, uh, it's married at first sight. Have you heard of that show? Okay. You, you, well, you mentioned it briefly. Did I? Okay. Text. Yes. You said, you said, <laughs> Hey, I might get married on a TV show. And I said, shoot, love is weird. Why not try it? Oh my God, dude. So, um, I have, you know, where the last few years of like where they've brought me is uh, mm-hmm. to sort of release control a little bit, you know, um, and so that is the big, that is the str- bigger reason to why I'm even considering this as a yes, you know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I 
I was like, all right, well, you know, uh, keep searching. Maybe, you know, Big G is going to just deliver her. Well, I think about it in a few ways. So first, let me backtrack a little bit just yeah. to tell something that kind of connects to this. Uh-huh. Um, my little sister is going on some <laughs> retreat and her school required us to like write a little letter to her, something that could um, to like gain mm-hmm. inspiration and I don't know, just be a better person. And mm-hmm. one of the tips I gave her for like living a, I think it was, is um, be comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, mm-hmm. I talked about how in college I didn't, there were, can't say, uh, getting, and there were a lot of like options out there for like exploring or just, um, like broadening, broadening, broadening your horizons, but I never took them because I was just afraid. Like I was mm-hmm. uncomfortable with like pitting myself out there. And so to come back to your story, it's like, I mean, why not? You have an opportunity that not most people get, yeah. like with a show. And I guess you could say like, oh, maybe it's cheesy or like who really finds love here? But like it's an experience that only, I mean, it's yeah, not like, very like different. only like very five different. people get out of it. Yes. And and look, I've gone back and forth on this thought, I think, more times than I can count. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. You know, again, there's got to be, like, I'm going to be, try to be kind of vague here, because I don't want them to, yes. to be, uh, to come after me for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's say that paperwork that I first got was kind of scary, and had all mm-hmm. the little red flags of not, not to pursue it. Um, but, you know, I, I think their, you know, their intention is to actually have successes. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I, so I had an, I had an onsite where I actually met the panel and all that stuff, uh, yesterday. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, so far, I mean, like, like I am both trying to eliminate myself out (laughs) and hoping and hoping to find my match like at the same time in other words like well, i am being yes. as genuinely me as i possibly can be mm-hmm. because anything distant from that is not gonna it's it's not gonna serve me so yes. i'd rather I them be like... like yeah this guy's not too complicated or too whatever and no mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um so i think that's the perfect way to act because you can look at this like from my as outside view i look at it as two ways this is either the first show that will actually get it right and create real connections that last forever mm-hmm. and if so great being yourself give them the most information to like make the connection or mm-hmm. it's not one of those shows but people love these type of shows so maybe you present now everyone can see the show. Maybe someone out there is like, "Hey, this is the guy for me." Yeah. So that was that it's was free advertising. That's what it said. That was sort of the attitude that um, um, somebody I know had <laughs> about this. And um, I, yeah. if, if it, I'll be honest, I wouldn't go. I like that. That to me is not not a huge motivator um for a couple of reasons yes um one it could put off the type of person i'm really searching for mm-hmm. um right which is whatever you know life is complicated and 
and, and messy nothing there are no rules really but so that's 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 honestly less of a thing but that is a thing the the bigger thing is that this is this isn't like one of those other shows where it's just like you get to meet people and hey if you don't find the right person you can like le- like you are getting married legally this is real real you know and i yeah. made a commitment and i made a commitment to yeah this is fucking intense um i made a commitment to myself that i would not get divorced again and to break that okay. promise to myself is going to be is is the thing that really 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 you know so yes it, if you were to put those two things on a um a lever, I guess, like weighing one against the other. Exposure is not enough to push me over. The mm. thing, the thing that's pushing yes. me to say yes to this, is sort of like uh, fucking faith, <laughs> like like hoping that like the universe finally gets it right. You know, well, now this or or, or, so... or I can finally get out of my own way. My ego can mm. finally get out of my own way. You know what I mean? Um, I've basically committed myself that I'm going to say yes, no matter who sort of presents themselves in front of me, but. <sighs> well, this is a lot of pressure now, huh? This is, you, yes, there are, I guess, certain contracts you have made with yourself that, I guess, just put this on a higher <laughs> pedestal, I would say, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean. But, I, but I've journaled know. about who my person is. For, for the last okay. couple of years and you yeah. know some combination of quote-unquote manif- manifesting or whatever else like i've got pretty decent clarity it's not perfect but i've got pretty decent clarity about the person i'm looking for um and yeah i mean i it's now, at the end of the day like if i can get past myself which yeah. you know then i could have a really amazing relationship but yeah i need i need that need the right person like the way i summarize my person is that you know um she's beautiful and she's a pirate that's like the the the, the short (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know but uh um yeah we'll see We'll see. So that's a, well, that, so the thing is that I've, you know, I'm still in the process. It's not like they're like, yeah, we mm-hmm. matched you and whatever, you know, but, and this is what makes planning the new year very difficult. Yes. Um, so as the sort of progresses, right. Um, it's a, there's a couple of forks. So fork number one is let's say that I go all the way through. I'd be getting married in February, which is right around my birthday. You're welcome to the wedding if you'd like. <laughs> um, and um, if that happens, right? Um, mm-hmm. And of course, you know, after that, the, the, you, know, you take a couple weeks off from work and you go on, like, you do the little honeymoon. Like, you basically say yes and then you get to know the person. It's very backwards. So I've already started asking some, you know, some of those questions of like, you know what does vulnerability look like how do you kind of get to know you know i mean what's the order of things Mm -hmm. it's all very backwards right but it's heavily premised on commitment you know commitment and trusting that this is the this person was selected specifically for you um so like in theory the compatibility should be there um yeah 
And, um, and, you know, and then afterwards you come back and you integrate, you begin to integrate your two lives together. Now, of course, part of my, um, part of the other things, um, commitments that I've made to myself is to maintain my boundaries, um, Mm -hmm. not walls, but boundaries, right? So I am going to continue to pursue a particular path but I have a little bit of flexibility. Let's say that this person that I connect with, um, let's say that she works remotely, right? Um, let's say she says yes to saying, let's fuck it, let's have a great adventure in the world and then start a family. I'm going to say okay. pause on the bathhouse mm-hmm. and we're going to go do that. We're like, that'll be the priority for the year. And I would love that, right? So those are, those are, now let's say this doesn't pan out. Then there's another fork, which is a bathhouse or something that I've been dying to do and was going to pull the trigger on uh, this month, but I'm just going to wait a little bit. Um, I very like, yes, I want to do the bathhouse, but every single and I'm like doing, and that, that's part of my daily routine for, that's part of my daily routine, two hours in the bathhouse every day, um, right? Whatever that work looks like. Um, I don't have a partner in this, in this venture, you know what I mean? And it is difficult mm-hmm. to sort of, it is difficult to do it all on your own. You know, it is difficult to do it without any kind of emotional support. Um, and I have to ask myself the question of why, right? It's, it is one of those things like it's, is this really fun for me? Is this really what I want to like the, what motivates me to do the bathhouse more than anything else is the idea of not doing the bathhouse. I think I've shared that with you before. (laughs) Um, it's like, if I don't do this, then I'm sitting in status quo and it's awful. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So I need to do this. Not, I want to do this. Um, not, I'm not saying that I don't want to do this. This sounds terrible for other future investors or whatever, but like, that's where I'm at. Um, the other option is to, I can, I get free international flights now. I can go back to Japan, spend two, three months in Japan, dude. I would have my heart filled. I'm so eager to go back. I actually want to ship my motorcycle over there and like ride around the mm-hmm. country. Um, it's, it would just be such an adventure, such an adventure. And yeah, there's always the possibility that I might encounter someone on that adventure, but it would be primarily for me. Like I know I'd have my heart filled. So that is basically the horizon into the new year that I'm looking at right now. Um, Mm -hmm. with a lot of unknowns, a lot of unknowns, but I'm also going to get swole as fuck in the next two days. (laughs) There's that. (laughs) That's for sure. But yeah, I mean, all all the options sound exciting. So, I mean, you got that going for you. It's just about. So, I mean, I guess at this point, it's just about which one presents itself more to you, because either one seems they're like on equal levels for you or is one higher priority than the other. Having my having a person in my life to start these adventures with is is a higher priority. If I were to find the if I were to be with the right person, then I could. I'd prefer to have these adventures with that person. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like go to Japan with this person or start mm-hmm. a business with this person. So 
Um, and in gotcha. terms of Japan versus bathhouse as a priority, um, it's short-term versus long-term gratification. Um, <laughs> but I'm also kind of hoping that if anything, I, I'm probably leaning more towards Japan. There's a couple of variables along the way as I'm doing this work, you know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. like the world, the environment can, can pivot me or push me in one direction or the other, you know, um, where like something becomes, um, as I'm getting some of these loans or whatever else, or like the properties and quite like, of course I need to push through all that, like as a, you know, um, as, as an owner, but at the same time, it might be like, okay, maybe right now is not the right time or something along those lines. And then they'll, that'll easily push me towards doing this other thing. Um, yeah. so, um, that's sort of where I'm at. That's sort of where I'm at. And of course there's the Iboga, uh, thing that I do, want to do eventually but i've decided not to do it in december otherwise i'd be there right now so. mm-hmm. yeah it sounds like you have a lot on your plate yeah it's good <laughs> it's all good it's all good mm-hmm. so what about you what's what's the year if you were to reflect on your year and looking ahead if i so if I were to reflect on my year, I would say it's been, I would say it's been pretty even kill. Like I haven't had any uh, moments of like crazy highs or crazy lows. Um, I think it's coming up on a year now where sweat has closed down. Mm-hmm. So that was maybe the biggest um, like moment. Not It's kind of sad to say, but, uh, it was a big moment in my life. It was like, oh, the place that I worked at since college shut down. It was a point where it was like, all right, I need to um, change like my view on the workplace or mm-hmm. just make sure that I'm actually secured, have enough money for my lifestyle, um, paying rent, things like that. Like it was the first time in my life where I was like, oh, wow, I might be in a situation where I might actually struggle a bit financially because of like what's happening with my job um like it was like it was a real adult moment for me mm-hmm. um so no real big highs or lows obstacles that i have overcome the relationship has been going well and so going into the new year i kind of want to push the I feel like I was at a plateau this whole year. I want to push that higher. So like maybe next year isn't um, like all highs, all lows, but it's at a higher threshold than the previous year. Um, Like work is going well. The relationship is going well. I plan to take more risk in my life. So I don't think like, oh, yeah, next year is my year. I'm going to do the greatest things ever change the world. But I think it will be at a higher standard than the previous year, the previous year, the year after, the year before that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so nothing big planned out. I'm just excited for <laughs> another twelve months of the year. I love that. Are you? Um, you know, one thing I'd love to do again is those uh, one month long challenges, which is mm-hmm. as I talked about my own year is a little bit difficult to plan, but. I, I might make a bucket list of different 30 day challenges to pursue over the course of the year. Cause I've, I mean, every time I've done that, it's been, it's been typically a lot of fun. Like mm-hmm. one of the things I know I kind of want to do if I, I also have to be very mindful of my finances, like, um, you know, I've been living there in a very, <laughs> uh, 
uh, YOLO-ish lifestyle uh, <laughs> for the last couple of years is just like emotional recovery. But uh, mm-hmm. I do need to button, you know, button hatches a little bit here, here and there. But I probably am going to shoot for the trifecta next year, like get back to Spartan races for sure. Uh, maybe expand and do the High Rocks um, competition. Ooh. Yeah, so that's I think that's in New York, and I think there's one in like Dallas or something. Um, mm-hmm. And um, and mountaineering is 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 the thing that's scheduled for the summer. Um, so like, we, have you you know how are you approaching maybe resolutions? Like, re- there's we we've talked about resolutions so much in the past that yes. like just for other people maybe potentially listening, resolutions for us don't mean. Um, I'm going to get skinny next year. Like they're Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit more personal, a little bit more of like, you know, so what, um, have you thought about any that you'd like to strive for or challenges or how are you looking at kind of objective? Like, I, I love the overarching theme of elevating risk and, um, yeah. Uh, yes. So I'm definitely down for some challenges. I have not decided what, challenges I want to focus on, but I definitely want things that I feel like improve me as a person. So it all depends on like, what do I think I need to improve? Um, I have my, Oh, I'm losing my train of thought. I I'm down for 30 day challenges. Oh, okay. Yes. I am getting older now. And so as I get older, you lose that sense of like you're invincible. Mm-hmm. And so I want to start tailoring my life to like really support older Brandon, like changing my diet, um, like getting more in depth about that, um, finances, things like that. So like, I feel like the challenges I want to create for this new year are all things that are going to set me up for success later down the road, like just building good habits. So challenges that force good habits upon you that you can take into your life that you can uh, pass down to kids and be like, hey, this is what changed my life. This is something that you need to go through and you'll be better for it would you be open to doing a a, a trip together somewhere like a hiking mountaineering kind of trip i was so tell me more about this mountaineering because summertime sounds exciting and i would kind of be like fitter by then <laughs> <laughs> well um okay so what i'm proposing is not a mountaineering thing but mm-hmm. uh uh, like if, if you and I were to do it, uh, together, uh, it would be probably just like an epic hike, maybe a multi-day hike kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, uh, I took a trip to Portland this year and I met this dude. He, um, was, um, scaling Mount Rainier and he lives in Colorado and he, uh, I think there's 50, I don't remember the exact number, 54, uh, mountains in Colorado that are over 14,000 feet mm-hmm. and he's trying to check them all off the his you know bucket list um, 14,000 are very hard and there are some mountains that you can basically walk up and there are some mountains that require some technical skills and mm-hmm. so when I think about mountaineering I think about the mountains that require technical skills yeah um or you get to log a, a whole bunch of weight up, things like that. So I've uh, always sort of resisted that that kind of technical climbing because mm-hmm. 
frankly, it takes a time commitment, right? And I know yes. people have dedicated like large chunks of their lives to this effort. And I know that I'm not, at least not yet, quite that serious. I love the masochistic challenge of mm-hmm. feeling like I'm about to die and then seeing how much <laughs> further I can go. Um, so, and I love the, I love the amazing views. Like you getting to the top of a mountain is such a high, you know, um, such, such a high. Um, so just wanted more of that. And he had recommended, um, basically the Bible of mountaineering, which is mm-hmm. freedom, freedom of the Hills. And I've not finished this book, but in that book, it's got everything that you need to know from like the very details of how to read maps, like, as well as like a whole workout routine. So I have dug into that workout fitness. Like they're like, you need to be this fit to do this, whatever. And mm-hmm. this when this is why I started uh, rucking, like carrying heavy loads, I've got uh, weighted uh, ankle bracelets, weighted uh, wrist, whatever. It's actually the same thing. I just put them on my wrist and put them on my legs and, uh, and a vest. So I'm building up to being able to take these walks on a regular basis and carry um, 50 plus pounds and not, you know, and basically can I do this for seven hours? Like that's the goal that I'm trying to hit. Um, like walk for seven hours with 50 plus pounds. Um, I could do maybe like an hour and a half. Uh, my shoulders start to ache. Um, but yeah, so that's what I'm building towards. Um, that is my only goal for the summer. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, he reached out again and he was just like, hey, do you want to try try some climbing this summer? I was like, fuck yeah, why not? <laughs> you know, so I truly have no idea what I'm signing up for um, yes. in Colorado. Like I don't, I'm not investing into any equipment. I haven't gotten jack shit besides weight you know which obviously you can use a backpack and put some shit into it um so yeah i'm just i'm building up endurance that is my focus mm-hmm. until summer um as well as the kind of the other more aesthetic fitness journey that um i was about to start with uh working with dre um but then i got very sick which i can tell you talk about a little bit later but last mm-hmm. thanksgiving was a monster um so yeah so that's that's sort of the that's sort of that journey what i would love to do with you is like if you said yes be like let's make our way down to south america and do patagonia or like <laughs> you know or go, let's go to like africa and do like kilimanjaro like that's just a big mm-hmm. walk like that's not there's no technical climbing but it takes like 10 days wow yeah. well i so I'm definitely down to traveling and I definitely want to do some type of fitness related, like texture metal type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes, I'm definitely interested. I will, I mean, we'll we podcast all the time. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll we'll podcast all the time later, but yeah. Cause I think we, what we should do is maybe set some challenges up that we do at the same time that are fitness related that we can like mm-hmm. uh, give feedback on to each other because like we tried this like the 75 hard which was rough um, <laughs> i'm I've sort of modify I'm, I'm technically doing it right now not technically sorry not technically i'm doing it at the moment which is mm-hmm. i just modified it to the like i have a habit tracker and i wrote down the things i'm trying to hit every day 
Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm just circling them through. So I do have drinking a gallon of water in there. Nice. I've got uh, sleep tracking in my mattress. I'm like trying to get a score of 90. I honestly don't have control over that so far. Uh, <laughs> today I get a score of 80. So yeah. that's like some so like, the, that's like the best I've gotten so far. But then I'm not I, trying to do like two workouts a day, and I'm not. Yeah. I don't give a shit about that. Honestly, I'm just I'm putting things in there that are going to benefit my goals. Yeah, if I had to like have a phrase that underpins the new year, I want to be the healthiest that I have ever been, most like physically and emotionally. Like, mm-hmm. um, like oh yes, you do your workouts, you eat your your veggies and everything, but also do you have time to like call your family, reach out mm-hmm. to your friends, like do the social things? Because that's my biggest issue. It's like I don't find the time to like call my mom every now and then, call my grandpa, mm-hmm. do those type, do those little things, and I feel like that's. That, that's something that you won't recognize how important it is until it's gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I just want to be more fulfilled in all aspects. And I feel like it's, it's, it's the year to do it. So let me, let me read you off my, uh, this is, this is largely driven from this habit tracker, which is a physical mm-hmm. calendar poster thing that I've got. Um, and there, it, it's got room in there for five monthly habits. Okay. Um, 10 weekly habits, meaning something you do every week, but not every day, and then 10 daily habits. So for the daily habits, and I'm reading off my notes, not what I actually wrote down. I think I might have made some small adjustments or like combined a couple of things in there because I was trying to get more than there was, there was room for. But I've got water, I've got nutrition, I've got reading, I've got sleep. And I've got, you know, workouts as, a, as the main thing. So there's like those initial five overlap for whatever the regular 75 heart. What I have on top of that is uh, gratitude and gratitude journaling. So I've got the five minute journal every day, like be grateful, right? I've done that in the past and I dropped it and I did it consistently over the last month plus. And I mean, it's just it's so obvious how that helps the mental that I can't I it has to be part of my like routine has to be part of my daily you know um I have two hours of working on the bathhouse which is mm-hmm. can be difficult but that is the challenge I'd rather do that than a second workout to be honest <laughs> um I've got skincare in there so you know i'm at at that age where i'm starting to try to take care of my fucking face uh Mm -hmm. yep sunscreen and everything yeah i mean like i discovered well i think it was like last year maybe the year before that uh that i like found out of like all the skin shit that like apparently everybody knew about (laughs) um i want to do uh daily financial reviews again this Mm -hmm. is all about buttoning up the hatches like every day like reviewing and, and I, honestly i think everyday reviews are a little aggressive um but i'm gonna do them for this month and then readjust for next month and maybe do them weekly you know mm-hmm. um and then most importantly i have uh positive affirmations and meditation so wake up in the morning fucking tell yourself you're awesome you know um and, and meditation but as you talk the reason i wanted to share these is like i was thinking i guess i was thinking with the weekly ones because on the weekly ones i have um or yeah oh wow 
okay, we're we're not doing that. I have recorded podcasts on here. Apparently, I think I might have made that change. Recording weekly, but uh, I have, um, you know, intimacy. I have um, smoke and do some doodling. Like I wanted to incorporate some fun. You know what I mean? Some of the things mm-hmm. that I've really learned about myself that I really enjoy. Apparently, I like you know. I like getting high and drawing. It's such a joy. <laughs> um, so that's that gonna gonna do that. It's gonna be a nice way to disconnect. I mm-hmm. do have, um, you know, giving a call to a friend. You know, so spending time on that once a week for sure. Um, there's some some other stuff. Um, cooking a meal. You know, every week I want to cook a meal, um, which is gonna be easy this month. But generally speaking. And then on the monthly stuff, I have like physical intimacy and Tate. I wrote some corny things like going on a date with myself. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what that's like, to be honest, but we're going to try it. Well, yeah. Um, so your 75 card, like, how did you go about creating your own, like, your, your own edits? Did you say, like, hey, I want like five bullet points for my daily tasks, five bullet points for my weekly tasks? Like, how do you know when you have enough? Um, I just went off the format of this little other, it's a different calendar than the, than the wall poster I talked about in the beginning. Right. But it's a habit. It's like this radial wheel and it only had a certain number of lines in there. So Mm -hmm. that was the format. It was like, have something for every line, you know? Um, and then I have like, uh, whatever different colored, like markers and I just color the shit in, you know, Little, little arts and crafts, but the idea is the radial wheel gets gets filled, you know. And mm-hmm. yesterday was December first, so this is for December. Um, so it's not like seventy five; it's thirty days. But you know, gotcha. start. It doesn't doesn't really matter. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep keep at it, and and maybe I'll circle around to doing the actual seventy five heart again and finishing it up. But um, imagine if i maintain the drinking a gallon of water like i have reading as a daily you know thing um um but imagine i go through a couple months of drinking a gallon of water when i go to start 75 hard that gallon of water is not gonna fucking ruin it for me <laughs> yeah that's just your standard now yeah yeah so um yeah no that's that's ex- that's exciting i it's now uh, let's see where i want to come from here Talking about challenges are always exciting because you're like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But the hardest part is getting started and actually sustaining it. So, like, like I'm getting excited for the challenges that I'm thinking of. But like, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I stay grounded where it's like I don't just create some random stuff that I that looks cool on a paper, yeah. but isn't something that's sustainable. What I like to do with challenges, those monthly challenges that I've done in the past, is not make them all hard like Mm -hmm. make them fun like one of my challenges from i don't know man like seven years ago was to take a photo of something every day like i was really Mm -hmm. into photography so it's like i want to take a picture of something every day so every day i go for a walk or whatever and like take a picture of a fucking caterpillar or some like architectural thing and that was fun for me and then i could like reflect look back and be like look at this collage you know um mm. it doesn't have to be hard um yes so like not every challenge is to be about self-improvement i do think there should be a couple in there you know like if we if you think about like 
12 months on a maybe make four of those challenging you know mm-hmm. um like i'm just gonna reflect on some ones that i've had in the past i've had one month that i was like let me try to be a vegetarian that was awful <laughs> um i did not like that at all i actually didn't finish that challenge i got like two weeks in and i was just like this is insane uh, mm-hmm. so not for everybody um um trying to think of some of the other hard challenges uh one idea was to not spend any money over the course of the month so basically buy all your food up front <laughs> and spend no money for a month <laughs> now that's interesting yeah. i i tried a similar challenge it it was more for fun than anything. It was like, I'm going to um, create a mill off of a like set money amount. So like I started at $10, started at $20, mm-hmm. started at $30. And then you just like get up to a point where like you have all this money and you need to make a fancy mill out of it. Out of, mm-hmm. out of it. Um, just because like I find that I don't cook as often as I would like. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's always easy. You get home and you're just like... <laughs> I'm either going to order something or eat something that's just like, just like a bowl of cereal. And mm-hmm. this is like, I want to, I want to improve my, not only my sleep and like my other habits, but I also want to improve just like how much like actual food that I eat, like mm-hmm. consume just higher quality things. Mm-hmm. So cooking is very important to me. Yeah. Um, so I always try to think of challenges that force me to cook more. Yeah. Um, I again I have cooking a meal uh every week this week, which is pretty easy because I'm doing a lot of meal prep. I'm two blocks away from a grocery store. So nice. um, you know, I've I've got dude, there's some there's some hacks that I highly recommend investing into. Um, like uh uh air fryer. Dude, I would highly recommend an air fryer. Yes. You do have to use the dishwasher every single time. It's a like shit gets so messy after every time you cook in it but the food comes out amazing like (laughs) amazing i made uh salmon in it um last week and it was just bomb dude it was so good what i i got some of those like pre-packaged marinades pour that over the salmon put it in click click done done like and it was so good it was like restaurant good so yeah that's the my hurdle is always like it's like i have the time i get there to the supermarket and i'm like what do i want to cook like I, I always think back to my parents and have and how they cook dinner every night and i'm just mm-hmm. like how did they come out with these meals like <laughs> it's yeah. so hard because you you get into this habit of just like all right i'll just do what i've been doing and you just eat the same thing like my go-to is um like ground beef and rice like yeah. i just love it but yeah. it's just like such a plain meal no like, dude it's that sounds healthy that sounds super good sounds super good but what you can do <laughs> is you can elevate that with like that's yes flavors and spices and because dude i mean i've had but you also have to be prepared that some of the stuff that you make is going to be absolutely awful i made mm-hmm. uh i made eggs a couple of days ago um and like the picture looked amazing, but I was like two out of ten. <laughs> it was fucking awful. I yeah, made uh, onions and spinach, and I was like, you know what? What if I add a little bit of sugar to the spinach? I was like, mm, you know what? I'm gonna fluff up the eggs with um, a little bit of this uh, creamer that I've got, which is like got coconut flavor. Dude, none of those flavor combinations worked. It was awful. Yeah, like it's, I took it's... two bites. I was like, now nah, this is going to trash. 
it's okay. very demoralizing when the <laughs> food that you have prepped took yeah. all the time to cook and then you're like okay this is not it like a while ago <laughs> i made i saw this like rom like rom, soy noodle ramen dish on mm-hmm. instagram and it was like you need a slow cooker chicken you do all this throw it in a pot and i was like i have a slow cooker mm-hmm. i can do this mm-hmm. it took me like six hours to make and when I, like, you needed to put in, like, starch to thicken it up. And mm-hmm. when I ate it, I was just like, I just taste the starch. And it, uh, it, was, too much. Okay. it was it was a struggle. And, I, you know, I try to power through. I'm like, I'm still going to eat it. And then everybody's yeah. just like, I'm not eating. I have to give this up. Dude, I used to do the same thing. I used to be like, well, I made it, even though it's gross. It's yes. still nu- there's still nutrients in here. I'm going to eat it. Yep, it's that's, too salty, that's I'm going to eat it. But, like, nah, man. You got to, sometimes you just got to, you got to let that go. Yeah. Um, I was like, dang it. <laughs> but you know what, man? This is why, like, uh, and it's been a while. So I think I'm, I'm going to make, like, I already think just from this conversation, you know, what one of my challenges is, is, is going to be. Um, it's been a while. I've been constantly relying on, like, meals I've made before or, or just being creative. I'm going to go mm-hmm. back to the cookbooks, man. I haven't got a new cookbook in a long time. And mm-hmm. um, there's a book that I've never actually worked all the way through so maybe i'll do that i have a book called um salt fat and god something <laughs> i think and, wait how long have you had this book because i think we talked about this before long time ago man i was yes, okay. yeah, yeah yeah yes yes i remember this book now yeah so i never finished that one right obviously life was very turbulent at the time mm-hmm. but i might pick this up again and uh and work through that you know it's got meals and and dude, cooking's not hard. Like, you just measure stuff, you know. Yes. Can and you say it, that title when, again? Because I might go pick it up too. I'll send it to you. But it's like salt, yeah. fat, and one of the other flavors, which I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sweet. It's not sweet. I don't think it's sweet. It's, but yeah, I'll I'll send it over. Um, it's supposed to teach you how to cook. I think there's like yes. a TV show that was pretty shitty. That was with by the same <laughs> lady, but. The book, the book is supposedly very good. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'll do that. And uh, it seems like a great 30-day challenge. Like, yeah, you, it sounds an expensive challenge, my, like, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, maybe compliment that. Do, do that for, like, one of the months. And then the following month is, like, spend no money. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's definitely interesting. So, I, like, my girlfriend, she's on the same health kick as me and mm-hmm. we are always trying to like figure out like who's cooking tonight like what do we need to eat what's going to be healthy for us and so i think i'll take the reins and she'll be my financial backer for at least half the meal so like that'll work out there you go <laughs> Feel like i mean everybody benefits so yep everyone yeah. benefits yeah that's what I'm, yeah no that sounds actually exciting yeah the like cooking is fun Mm-hmm. It's I just sometimes so. the yeah sometimes the you get over you know what you get overwhelmed by all the steps and I feel like yeah I'm gonna try to use this cooking to like gleam some life knowledge out like take your time delay your gratification just take things in smaller chunks yeah you look at all the ingredients you're like Jesus Christ a teaspoon of this a teaspoon of that dude, yeah no I'm excited about this dude uh. What's the what's the name that's not like don't sweat the technique? I forget who it's by. <laughs> uh, put that I, put, I, put that on. Put that on every time before you start cooking. 
Yeah, no, that's yeah, no, that's that's actually a good way to start the challenge. Cause yeah, no, yeah, I'll start that early. Yeah, and then that'll be like a little tester, and then once January rolls around, get the ball rolling. Yeah, I've got a packed like weekend of like to dos and chores and things like that for myself. So I do have mm-hmm. to prioritize those. But once they come up for air a little bit, I'm excited to maybe start brainstorming some of these challenges for myself. Cause you know, wh- mm-hmm. whatever whatever fork I take, I'd love to have like a bucket of these that I could pull from to like maybe plan the next month, the month ahead. Uh, right? so, yeah. That goes along with, yeah. Like yeah. what time you actually have available. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man. Um, let's see. Oh, I feel like there's a lot to talk about, but I don't want to just like, you know, take this conversation. So mm-hmm. tell me, tell me what do you, do you have anything serious on your mind? Do you have anything that you'd love to like dig into? Um, I'm not saying nothing we talked about has not been serious, but mm-hmm. you know, to go a little bit to go a little bit deeper. Uh, let me think. Give me a second to dive deep. There's honestly been nothing. I've been. I feel like I've been on autopilot quite often, and so um, again, that's why I love these talks because it gives me time to like break out of that shell and like again look at your look at my life from a like six thousand feet above. And just mm-hmm. see, like, all right, what path is this robot going on today? Can we steer it somewhere else? Yeah. Can we break him out of his monotony? Um, so yeah, I don't have anything pressing, so we can uh, go off on uh, go off on you, um, and then yeah. we'll just go from there. Uh, well, to be honest, I don't have too much more than what I've already shared as far as like mm-hmm. you know deep things. There are there are a couple of things that I would love to share, but. You know, honestly, I like as we're having this conversation, it does cross my mind. I was like, I don't know who else is going to listen to it. So um, <laughs> it's a little bit difficult sometimes to go into the real, the real, real, like, you know, um, meat and potatoes, maybe in the future. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I think maybe is really, you know, I've, I've already touched on that. I've, journaled on the person that I'm seeking and I wish I had yes. my notebook with me because I have a lot of the notes in my notebook um, but I've um, you know it, it, this is something that I keep trying to figure out like who she is exactly you know okay and and some of those traits, some of those qualities, some like, what is this person like, you know? Um, there's something interesting that did come out of, like, I did get some value out of going out there this on Friday and listening to these quote-unquote experts, you know, um, which was, you know, similar, like birds of a feather versus, like, polarity, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, opposites attract, like, what what works best, you know? Yes. And uh, the little old lady is one of the experts or whatever. Uh, she says, you know, science says that like 80% similar, 20% different. And I was like, okay, okay, interesting. You know, because honestly, I've heavily leaned on opposites for the last, uh, for the last couple of years. You know, I've really emphasized opposite of me yes. and um some of the 
more recent interactions I've had started to have me question that a little bit. And here's the thing. Here's the bit real specific. How rational do I want my partner to be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's the, that's, that's honestly coming up as a big one. You know, um, I've, um, by the way, that podcast that we recorded, the one on the conflict, dude, I regret that podcast so much. Um, I like, yeah, it was kind of therapeutic, but I never got the information out the way that was good. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think it did anything <laughs> like, and what, like, I regret doing it. Um, I don't regret doing the research for myself, but I regret doing it as, you know, as a sort of content form, but <clears throat> I've also started to like unfollow and unfriend folks who are just like, you know what? I don't need your fucking nonsense in my yes. in feed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and oddly enough, a lot of those people were, not a lot, but some of those people were, were women who, like, I was like, oh, you're, you seem wonderful and nice and very friendly and loving and blah, 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 right? And I was like, I was like, this would be a real, this would be a real tear. Like, if I was hypothetically in a relationship with a person like that, like, this would be hard. This would be really hard, you know, um, to not have, to, to maintain love and not have any kind of, like, you know, and this is why I think people talk about, like, you know, where are you with politics? I'm like, I don't give a shit. I yes. Right? But, I'm at, mm. and like, but at the same time, like, when something like this come, came up, I'm like, huh. Okay. <laughs> like, so, so you said just to backtrack a little bit. You said you are in the camp of opposites attract, correct? I was more so before, but then I heard this. You know, eighty percent similar, twenty percent different. Was, was well, what so, what yes. lady was advising, and so I'm trying to figure out what that eighty percent really is for me, and what that twenty percent mm-hmm. is for me. You know what that, I mean? And yes, and so my question, so because I would think I. If I had to like assess how I believe like love works, I think I'm in the opposite attract camp. But mm-hmm. the question is like, what opposites are you actually attracting? Because like, if you say we have different political views, right. I don't think that attracts. But if you say one person is like maybe more outgoing, one person is more reserved, maybe mm-hmm. that attracts a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like certain factors have a better sh- connection than, um, other ones yeah. and in that situation opposites do attract but in others it can be a contention point or build animosity in a relationship yeah so if we start from the baseline right and this is assuming like a hetero um relationship you know what i mean yes mm-hmm. um then you're just through that life experience your opposites right yes. like a man and a woman are not the same and um and so that fills some of that 20% bucket just by default, right? Um, so when you, huh. think about, when you think about the 80% similarity, that's a bigger bucket. Right? Yes. That is a bigger bucket. And I was very much not, you know, I know, I, I think I've actually said it on this podcast, if, if, you know, if, if not multiple times before. I was like, I do not want to date me, you know? Yes, yes. Um, but maybe I'm wrong, you know? And I'm trying well, to reassess that. This is this is opening a can of worms because, like, okay, I'll give, like, a um, 
like a really um basic comparison but like mm-hmm. my girlfriend hates sushi i love sushi we you would think that that would cause a conflict but because mm. i love it when we go to a sushi place i get all the sushi like i don't ever have to share sushi <laughs> so for me that works out fine yeah um but one person may say but if the if my girlfriend was different and she was like i hate sushi i never want to go to a place that has sushi mm-hmm. then a conflict would arise so it's mm-hmm. like there is an opposite there, but there's another factor that allows her to be like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with having this difference. So mm-hmm. when you're looking at the 80 and 20, it's like, what actually goes into the 80 versus the 20? Right. And then based on what's in there, what do you have like, like understanding about or like a compromise? So like political views is kind of hard to have an outside understanding. Like you believe one thing and you think the other person is wrong. without having to like you don't you don't want to talk about it basically yeah and um mm. Mm, that's interesting so that's that's also fun recording this in in public i'm walking past people and i'm just like oh (laughs) (laughs) don't filter um okay you know in um in my past relationship uh before we got together i was a big foodie i think i'm Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's the lamb, but I definitely, like, tuned that down because I had to suppress that for so long. Um, okay. Like, I don't, like, like, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I still love really nice food, but it, it definitely, like, kind of went away a little bit. Um, but she didn't like to eat. <laughs> okay. And so... Um, and that was a real, that was actually a challenge where we would, like you, you mentioned before, like, oh, we go and like, I'd have all the sushi that actually ruined my experience because mm. instead of having like getting this, like, you know, nice multi-course meal thing, right. It'd be like, well, yes. you have to get it for both parties. I was like, okay. And then I'd have to eat both. And then I was so full and so sick from all the food that it ruined it for me. Right. And we actually stopped mm-hmm. going, you know? Um, so there are things like that. I think what mm-hmm. is probably really important to, because there are a couple of things you touched on, like the politics and then, but what I think really needs to go into the 80% bucket. Um, and this is my current kind of formula that again, like I'm walking down a path that I might not quote unquote choose, but I'm doing my best to lay out. Like, this is who I want. This is what I'm looking for. This is who I am, what I'm looking for don't fuck up <laughs> um <clears throat> it's uh it's fun i think fun above values like my my formula right now is attraction right physical attraction is just the baseline filter followed by okay. we have the same kind of fun and okay. I, I i don't i think i shared this with you because this came out of burning man um i my partner needs to want to go to Patagonia with me. Mm-hmm. My partner needs to want to travel in the same way that I like to travel. Yes. Out of full curiosity, my like, I did a quick little date with someone uh, recently, very beautiful, but you know, she's like been to thirty-five countries. I'm like, amazing. Her version of travel is some bougie fucking nonsense. I was like, no. Yes. Right? That's that's not how that's that's not my partner. Um, so to me, that is what I find fun. Now, 
she does not necessarily have to scale mountains with me. You know what I mean? It, that, that if, if she's not about that, that's totally cool. I will have my own things for sure. Right. But long ass hikes. Yes. Like, I feel like that's a requirement active and fit. I, that's a requirement. Um, cause I want that in my life. That is who I, that is yes. where, that's where I derive joy. I do enjoy suffering. I don't want to make her suffer. I want her to choose suffering. Um, <laughs> I don't know. This all sounds strange, but like well, that is the similarity of fun. That is what I find. Yes, joy. This is this is a very interesting com- conversation, and I'm trying to like get my thoughts in order. Um, so the first question I have is like, when you talk to these experts, did it feel like their rules were very rigid, or was there leeway? Because like you saying like yeah. it's an eighty twenty. You're like, well, what about a 75, 25? Uh, no, like, no, yeah. We haven't gotten, I'm again, I'm not going to go into the details of all yeah. how that played out because there's NDAs mm-hmm. and whatever. Yes, yes. But uh, through the conversation, like, this is only a very first stage. This is the first time I met them, right? Mm-hmm. Not yet selected, right? Like, I, they were like, yeah, like, there's a bunch, but it's, not yet, quote unquote, me. So, mm-hmm. if I don't get selected, then great. Then we can maybe talk more about it. I don't know. I'll have to relook at the contract. The contract was insane. Um, the uh, I, this it made me feel better from this past Friday. It made me feel better because it felt more personable. They it felt like mm-hmm. they were like like it's not going to be a template, right? And yes. I don't think it's a template. I don't think it's like oh, it's seventy five thirty. Like there's no such thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Maybe there is, but we're talking about averages, man. We're all outliers from that average. None of us are actually right dead center. So, yes. But frameworks for logical, rational people are great because it helps. It helps orient thinking, and mm-hmm. and so eighty twenty just means more, right? To me, it just means more. It means we got it. We have to have more similarities, and that means. In, through those similarities, and and I don't think it's possible to meet you. Like I don't think such a person exists. So mm-hmm. it's almost like you you should lean more on similarities, right? Like maybe same religious, same. This is where people emphasize values and things like that. Yes, yes, yes. The big, um, the big picture things. Yeah. Yeah. And by the I way, my, 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 my format I kind of started and kind of went off tangent there a little bit, but looks fun and then values. And then I have six values, but they're in descending order. And Mm -hmm. so if we hit that, it'll work. It'll work. Yes. Right? Yeah, because if you hit those things, you should have a strong base to basically build whatever you want. Because I feel like there's certain things that should be, like, set in stone, like, hey, we are the same there. Yeah. But everything else should be malleable. Where it's like, all right, I learn about you, you learn about me. We're going to change. Yes, 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 yes. We're going to change. We're not going to be the same people when we come together and when we leave, right? Which is why Mm -hmm. some of those things have to be kind of, like, very, very foundational. It's funny. Yes, it's okay. funny how everyone's um, almost everybody I meet, their core value is a growth-minded person, a growth-oriented person, a growth mm-hmm. mindset, whatever. And how few people, <laughs> how few people are actually oriented that way. Oh, 
I wonder if they mean when they say growth, do they mean like <laughs> changing to my views? Like, hey, I believe this, so you should change to that. I don't know. That's to be honest, growth. to yeah. be honest, I don't know. But like when I listen to when I listen to their stories and I and I kind of dig in, I don't see that much change over the years. I see them mm-hmm. following the same story, the same trajectory. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, look, I'm looking through the world through my lens. It's obviously biased. Yes. But I have chameleon my way through life. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I have, you know, not the same person when, when I got divorced, I'm not the same person that I was last year. Like I never thought that like spirituality and whatever, any of that would is even touchable. Like, so I love change. I'm addicted to it. If someone is of that same mindset and is a good communicator, then I think that that's like, that's one of my like requirements. Like, so I made new buckets, by the way, like I keep trying to restructure this for this person. Mm -hmm. And some of the buckets are like physical. There's a bucket for physical things. There's a bucket for cerebral. There's a bucket for fun. There's a bucket for these are things that she's seeking and these are things that I'm seeking. So, for example, I'm, you know, I'm seeking someone that is nurturing. Like, I want femininity in my partner. Mm-hmm. So, because, um, like, she should be a good mom. I feel like that's very important. So, yes. So, but, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's sort of the deeper dive that I keep trying to, like, underscore the thing that honestly gets in the way for me more times than not, it's the physical, dude. It's, it really is the physical, and it's how to walk. Like, I have developed such a very specific look and type. Like, I love bigger lips. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, it, it's, and it's such a silly thing, right? Like, for example, like, just bigger lips in general. Lips thin out as you get older. <laughs> So it's just such a silly thing to even consider to have as a an important thing, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. On that same level as some of these other things that are going to last years and years and years of joy, you know? Um, so at the end of the day, like real, re- real relationships, real marriage, real all of that is commitment. It is sacrifice despite all mm-hmm. the, you know... Um, all the hippie kind of shit that's around me in, in this world, like it is sacrifice. Like it is all of that. It's just with consistent check-ins on yourself of like, this is me. Yes. This is good. You're listening. We're talking. We're fucking like, we're good. You know, like, um, is commitment. So the thing is, is that I've, I came out of an experience where I felt like I had committed fully fully like everything i could think of to give i tried um and i've learned that commitment is not enough so i'm trying to i'm hoping to be in a slightly better place that i could cross that chasm and not fall into the trap of being a human being that is always dissatisfied Mm -hmm. and i feel like the like one of the best relationship tips I got from like a couple that I know, they said like commitment, the, uh, maybe not effort. 
effort in your relationship kind of wavers. Like some, some there will be some periods of time where the man does more, and maybe the woman feels like she's not doing enough. There will be sometimes when the woman does more, maybe the man's not doing enough. But when you are like in a committed relationship, you understand these like roller coasters, and you learn to ride. Them. Like you know, like hey, this person is going through something right now, and because of that, they may not be giving right. as much effort as I want them to. Mm-hmm. But I know it will change because, like, that's the type of commitment we have in this relationship. Yeah. When she has the time, she will come back around and she'll be the support system. So, like, I'll be her rock until she becomes the rock and it just passes off back and forth. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. Yes. Though it's just, here's, there's a little trap there. And this is something that, re- this is, this is why relationships take work. It's the work is that everything can become a habit. Leaning mm-hmm. on someone can become a habit. Crying for help can become a habit, right? So this is where, you know, this is, I see it as my fault, but in that past relationship, I did not have any boundaries at all. And yes. so I kept saying, yes, baby, yes, baby. What do you, my partner came to expect that as a default, mm-hmm. Right. And vice versa, honestly, like if this is, this is, I actually get bothered when I get taken care of too much now. Um, cause I'm like, well, oh, I don't like this. This is like too comfortable. If that makes sense. Right. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. I need, I need, a, I need support. I need enough support to bounce back to fight, to be heard. But like after that, I'm good, you know? Um, and the work is those check-ins, those check-ins for yourself and those check-ins of like, oh, I love my partner. I'm not going to take advantage of my partner. I'm not going to, um, I'm going to let them put, you know, come up for air once in a while too. Right. Cause neither yes. person can really carry that load continuously. Um, eventually you get to resentment and then it's over. Yes. Cause then at that point you feel like you, you're getting taken advantage of. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's really hard to bounce back from resentment. That, that, mm-hmm. that little story sits in your head for a long time. Um, but in that book, Eight Dates, that's the first chapter. The first chapter is about commitment and conversations of what that looks like, what that means, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping that this sort of decision stops being my decision. I mean, there's something to be said about these arranged marriages. Um, Mm -hmm. But the more important thing is that when it arrives, that person is not going to be perfect. Yes. She she won't be, right? So it is going to be on me to, to, well, obviously learn about one another, to orient, and to go from there. Um, Mm -hmm. And, um, one of the things that I, you know, I was blessed with being born a a man and with that comes a lot of pros and cons. It's not just pros for folks listening. It is not just fucking pros. Being a man can suck a lot. Um, but I want to lead, I want to, I want to chart the path of our, of our ship, you know, and, um, I need somebody that can trust that. And I think trust is earned over time. But I need them to take that leap of faith on me. <laughs> if mm-hmm. that makes sense. You know what I mean? So, um, 
because every time that that has happened in my life, I found that enormously attractive. And, and that's just, that is what I'm wired for, I think. So, um, that's, that's going to be a challenge, right? Cause you, you coming, you come into a relationship, you don't really know, you don't you're really testing the waters and, and things like that. And, you know, um, my hope is that if this little experiment pans out in my case, um, that just by the fact that she's doing this, she's already taken that plunge kind of thing. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. Maybe taking another plunge is not so scary. If, mm. if, she sees, well, if she sees a good person on the other side, you know what I mean? So. Well, the, the thing that's interesting about this is um, I, I mean, you didn't go into detail about it, but it, the counseling part is interesting because it's like when you go into a relationship, do you, is there some math formula you can follow that helps you or do you just take shots in the dark? And so like, I mean, it sounds like they're giving you guys a formula to work from. And so, if so, that person is out there, then this formula should help them show themselves to the, show like the best part of themselves. Like it will give you the best idea of like who they are and what their potential is because they have this like framework to work from. Cause I feel like other than that, you're like, you're it's maybe it's easier for you to like to figure out what the person is about yeah. um, by just asking certain questions, but they should be more aware of themselves because of the framework or the work that they have previously done with these experts. Yeah. So they have a, uh, they have a terrible success rate. I'm going to put that <laughs> out there. Like the success rate of this little thing is like 5%. Oh my. Yeah, dude, it's awful. Again, if you, if I were to use my brain, no, don't do it. Mm -hmm. The thing that is tipping the scales into a yes is just strictly like faith, strictly faith. I'm like, if the universe likes me, <laughs> It will bless me with the right person here because I, you know, and, and whatever, like, it's just like, like life is deterministic. Like we have no mm -hmm. control. Um, these experts are three people. Um, God, we have calling them experts. It's so weird, but whatever. One lady wrote like 25 books on relationships. She's the very old short lady. Then there's this guy who's a pastor who uh, is an actual pastor. He seems a little dodgy to me, but mm -hmm. you get to know him, I guess. Um, like he seems more focused on entertainment, but hopefully, but I'm sure there's some really good intentions there. And then there's a, another lady who joined a couple seasons ago, I guess four or five seasons. Um, and she's a, a sex therapist. So you're working with them. They're like those. They're screening you. They're getting to know you, and they're also they are doing like counseling through the process. You know. Yes. Um, I don't see myself as a template <laughs> to fit into. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and that is that is the thing that I'm trying to underscore and emphasize. And I it, through all the interactions I've had like with them uh, thus far. Um, how you're structuring this like i will not work <laughs> like it will not work right um you need to understand who i am like the thing that i find most attractive is, is a feeling of being seen if i feel seen and understood we can have a like then amazing i that's like that is what i've learned about myself over the last like two three years that that um when that i was just like oh my god like words of affirmation as amazing as touch 
right? I used to think mm-hmm. touch was everything. And then I was like, and then when somebody actually started to say things that I, that made me feel validated, I was like, wow, <laughs> guess I was missing that from my uh, childhood, huh? But yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, I don't know if there's really that specific structure, but if you've got a lot of people working towards the same goal, Mm-hmm. I mean, those are pretty good chances if everyone's trying to do the, you know, yeah. so I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can do at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and man, and then maybe like, maybe as a little transition, dude, I, I can't say enough good things about Apple TV. Like I, okay. I've been, uh, I think like they don't miss <laughs> like I really I think the production quality is so good and the stories are so good and I really love the dramas and it's funny because like I finally got my cousin to watch Invincible and because he, he's very anti-cartoon oh but, yeah I just finished it too you know yeah but like and you know and like I was like you're gonna love it it's fucking so much fun right um and there's the episode with uh um nolan's uh nolan's wife who's very depressed right mm-hmm. and you you know he was touching on how that aspect was kind of boring and to me i was like no that was like a great part of the episode like um like i get emotional through all of that stuff and i don't know like there's something that maybe came with age but like i mean when i was a kid i used to hate dramas boring as shit i love dramas mm-hmm. now and like uh, the thing that I've been watching on Apple TV, um, like three um, three episodes in, is uh, Lessons in Chemistry, which is based off a book, and again, very much targeting women, but I think maybe, who knows if it's targeting women or not, but um, it's about the uh, these two um, these two people, I think in their 50s, or in the 1950s, um, that uh, um, he's like this Nobel Prize-winning chemist, and uh very like very reclusive like doesn't really get along with anybody kind of thing like he's a nice guy very nice guy but like doesn't you know what i mean just <laughs> uh very focused on just chemistry and mm-hmm. she is uh uh someone who's exactly the same way uh um she never got her phd because this is there's a lot of uh uh, discrimination against women, uh, specifically yeah. in the 1950s, and uh, before publishing her like master thesis, uh, her like professor tried to basically basically rape her, and like she dropped out from that, and is now only a chemist. So, but she's obsessed with chemistry. She's also obsessed with cooking, and it's like a double thing. They they, they come together for their love of chemistry, um, and create physical chemistry whatever you know what i mean like it's it's, mm-hmm. all, it's all of it's all of those things but i've been watching this show and oh my god dude it is so good it is so so good in my opinion not 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 a show i'd recommend i'd recommend to you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, just anyone to, to just anybody but if if you've got an interest in relationships it is it's a 10 it's an absolute 10 yeah well i so i always think a good show has either like great character development or they're able to let their viewer viewer experience other like 
aspects of emotion. So like, like the invincible, like going back to the invincible episode, mm-hmm. like you watch it because it's like an animated, gory fight, Palooza. Mm-hmm. But this season they have started going into like, oh, the emotional side of things. So yeah, like the Beth, I think her name is Beth. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Or no. Um, that episode was interesting too because it was like she's like really going through it she's trying to like cope she goes to this group like and you just see how her life has been affected by Nolan's Nolan's actions and things like that how she's trying to survive as a normal person you know I um, I just think back when I was when I was a kid when I was even a teenager right like watching a story about divorce I'd find very boring I wouldn't be able to associate to it at all. Like, I'd be like, oh, this is whatever. Like, I don't understand. You, like, just boring, right? Oh, it's a story again. But now, more often than not, it creates an emotional pull for me. Um, and so I think sometimes, like, the, the story, like, these drama, like, the more, like, okay, let me back up because I'm not really making sense. The best book that I read this year was Siddhartha. It was like the fictional okay. story about the Buddha. That book made me cry three or four times. There's no chance in hell that book would have drawn out those emotions out of me four years ago. Okay. Right? And it was just, it was seeing, I was able to finally understand some of the stuff. Um, and because I've never had those experiences, and it was more difficult to me. So I think in that context of like drama or in that context of any kind of emotional conversation, you have to have some tangential experience. Some, some, yeah, like some stake in the, in the land, so to speak. Something that makes you see yourself in that experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or like you're like, you know, if it's a story about lo- losing a loved one, like you've lost the loved one, like, right. Like it's, it's that kind of thing. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, in my opinion, 10 out of 10. And then just a parallel, you know, I'm trying to make this, like, smooth transition into, like, content. Um, mm-hmm. The other show on Apple TV is, uh, um, you know, the monster universe with Godzilla and King Kong? Yes. Is so, that, have you watched that? Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. Okay. Dude, it's movie, I... it's movie quality production. Like it's, so, it's impressive. Yeah, not to uh, you know <laughs> advertise for Apple TV, but yeah. yes, they have some great shows on there that have piqued my interest. Some of them have have fizzled out. Mm-hmm. Like I watched like a season or two, and I'm just like I'm tired of it. But oh, which one? Uh, so like, uh, the Foundation. Oh, you lost interest in the Foundation. I got the season two, and then. The, okay, the issue I have with the foundation is like some of the characters are annoying. Okay. And then it's becoming convoluted where it's like, wait a minute, where are we at? What time period? And then they're like jumping around. Yeah. So it's hard to like find what you need to care about because there's so many angles. Yeah. There, like there, I, I do yeah. struggle with the overly woke narratives. Uh, yes. With that, that are different from the original foundation story, right? That I are always adding to the story and it takes mm-hmm. it, it like takes the suspension of disbelief and i'm like oh this is just here for this purpose versus yeah. this is here to serve character development or to serve the story or the plot they're like there's a lot of those moments that i'll be honest bore me but mm-hmm. 
you know. So, yes. Yeah, so, like, I feel like season one, I was like, wow, the technology is cool. I like, mm-hmm. like, all the backstory. And now as they get more into the characters, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I really hate this person. Like, why is she always crying? Like, stop crying. <laughs> and so, um, like, I plan to go back to it just to, like, finish it out. But there's been some things where I'm just like, it's, it's, it's a chore to go through an episode because uh. they're like... Yeah, they're no. doing their character development part, but it's not development that seems substantial to me or important. Yeah. Um. It's so there was that episode. There was um, and I forgot the the name, but it's like an alien invasion. Um. Oh, that one that? I couldn't get through. Like that one bored me. With the kids, yeah, yeah that one. The bored kid with me. the seizure, yeah, that one. That one started to bore me because the holes in the story made no sense to me. Like, is the kid part yeah. alien? Or yeah. just anyone who has seizures can control like it. I don't like, know. Yeah. I I actually watched that on fast forward. I like skipped around. I was like, when are we gonna see yes. the aliens? The first season. Oh like, my I god! Yeah. Like, I was like, this is just, no. It started then, out very yeah. Yeah, that one's started amazing. out very interesting. But then again, it's those those laws in the story where you're like, I don't care about your story. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I think I think the ones that they really nail are the dramas. Um, like there's one about the therapist. Do you watch that mm-hmm. one? No. Um, which, oh, that one's fantastic. What's the name? Dude. Maybe I heard uh, of it. Dude, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the one with the therapist. It starts off like <laughs> the first episode, like the very first shot is like this it's like the suburban town and uh this dude is like I think he's doing coke with these two uh, strippers by the pool and his neighbor comes out and she's like, could you keep it down? But she's like this, like, like, she's not like exactly a Karen. She's like a nice Karen, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And, um, and then he's like, yeah, I got it. And then he has to like, he sees his daughter away and then he tries to start his car and his car doesn't go. And then he gets on his bike and he eventually gets to the office and he gets into the office and he's the therapist. (laughs) <laughs> and it's, it's amazing it's amazing i might look um, for that because i feel like these streaming services like pick a genre that they want to play out like i feel like netflix started doing anime for a while and it, yeah. all of them are just like cookie cutter type this is this this is that type thing yeah and just been... i think that's why i like apple tv i feel like they're much more selective with their content that it like yes it's actually quality i mean again i i started off saying they don't miss i think invasions a miss yeah. Uh, oh, invasion. Me, but... Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll check out the monster verse because I I saw the previews for that and I was like, well, that's interesting. Like they always have good plot lines. Or mm-hmm. what can you deliver? I'm not sure yet. It's only episode three that I've like. I actually mm. have to watch the latest episode. But episode three, man, you get to see a kaiju that is like theater quality kaiju. So nice. Yeah. It's not one of I those also... things where just like characters talking about monsters that you never see yes and that's the part that interests me it's not just like a godzilla tv mm-hmm. show it's a we're going to talk about the other creatures of godzilla's world too so like exactly. it's exploring the exploring the monster verse exactly um i watched the rig on apple tv too mm-hmm. it it's it's i would say the first three episodes are good the like, rig it has said? the the rig, yeah, or oh. yes, it's the rig. It's what's that about? I haven't seen it. Uh, these people are on a oil platform. They're digging deep into the earth. They release some type of spore, um, and it starts uh, 
it's it's kind of do you remember the thing from back in the day um yeah alien creature taking over your body yeah 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 it's kind of like that in the sense of like the spores will go into your body and basically remove all foreign material and start influencing you um and so like the premise is good but it gets to a point where it's just it's so convoluted you're just like You've been talking for like seven episodes, but you haven't gotten anywhere. There are weird conflicts that shouldn't happen if you just talk to this one person. Hmm. I'll check it out. It's curious. Yeah, it, I like I finished it in like one, maybe two sittings, and like again, the premise is interesting of like these spores, these creatures, what they're trying to do with oil, things like that. But there's only one season. It in it's only one season. Gotcha. Okay. I'll check it out. I'm, they've got some movies coming out, too. Um, Napoleon, in particular. I'm excited for that one. Okay. Yeah. So I'm actually going to do, like, a little share play session. So if you're interested, let me know. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like a movie theater watch, but from home. <laughs> nice. Um, they yeah, they have some interesting movies. I love, like, horrible sci-fi movies. When, it beco- when, when it oh, becomes the... movies, yeah. I love horrible sci-fi. Because I'm just like, <laughs> oh, this is so... Like yeah. who would think of this? So like the wandering earth, uh oh, yeah. one and two. Yeah, are yeah interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um Shark, yeah. Sharknado quality. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like when it's <laughs> when it's in movie format, you can be pretty cheesy. Cause I like I used to love sci fi, the sci fi channel back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh but my I would like my TV shows to be thoroughly fleshed out, no holes. So what about books, man? Um, you know, last we talked, we talked about um, Arnold's book. I finished it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, nice. Would you, how would you think did, if you if you managed to get through it? Or did, I, you, did you drop it? I dropped. I'm in the middle. I dropped it. I had just got busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so not. I'm going to pick it back up soon. I just started looking at some other books, just like fantasy stuff that I like. I'm into this lit RPG type genre right now. Okay. Um, and so just hopped on that because a new book released um i kind of want to recommend something for you that might ruin your life dude it might go exactly (laughs) in the opposite of how we started this conversation which is trying to be more productive essentially right like Mm -hmm. so busy so me recommending this just like i don't know man make me make this a 30-day challenge four months from now as a reward but Mm -hmm. boulders gate is phenomenal and the it, game or a the book? game, the video game, okay. oh, the okay. video okay. game. But I'm <laughs> you mentioned RPG and you mentioned mm-hmm. like I've there's nothing that I've personally played that's like this, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it is put it this way, I, I'm I'm grateful I got sick <laughs> when I got <laughs> sick, uh, which we didn't talk about, but uh, I was out of it for over a week. For over a week, yeah. just absolutely destroyed. I got everything you can imagine. They don't know, whatever. Um, and Boulder's Gate was one of those games that you could, you start playing, and like the all of the interactions with the NPCs, they're all vo- mm. they're all voiced. There are multi, all the choice. It's not like good choice, bad choice. There's so many interesting choices, and they're all so fucked up. And like, there's nothing that is like, there's no like overarching as far as I can tell at least thing that it's like, Oh, if you make a bad choice here, then this other character that's never heard of you is going to think you're a bad person. Like, so you can like be an asshole in this one village and then be a good guy in this other village or whatever. 
um, amazing, interesting stories with so many branches, so many mm-hmm. branches that there's no way to play this game and not within every five minutes want to start over. <laughs> every five minutes, so, you're like, well, what if I went in this direction? Yeah. Like, so to jump onto that tangent a bit, like I remember being young and like being super into RPG games because it was like, it's you could get into that world like it's kind of immersive like you mm-hmm. become that character um one of my favorite games from childhood was called fable yeah I um, fable. yes which was like rpg but it actually had a morality system so like if you were bad here it would actually change your character and change how everyone view viewed you in the world yeah so yeah like i love rpgs that's why i've been on this like lit rpg book kick because oh my god bro it you allows will... me to this yeah. the Boulder's Gate is going to set a new. Uh, it'll raise the. It'll triple the bar, quadruple <laughs> the bar for you. Fable, Fable was built by Peter Molyneux, who is this uh, French designer who is would always overpromise and underdeliver. Like his promises yes. for his games were just amazing. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh my god, and then the, the game would finally arrive, and you're like, oh, this is really simple. Um, yes. This is this is not just like a good evil indicator type of game. This is so much, so much, so much more, um, and it's, it's it is D and D. Baldur's Gate is D and D. There are literal dice rolls all the way through. It's almost essentially turn based, or you can make it that way. Um, and oh, that world is just phenomenal. I mean, like when I think about like I want to have lots of kids. I've decided, mm-hmm. right? I used to come really like, I want one kid. I want three kids, you know? Because um, maybe one kid is going to be super athletic and I'll scratch that itch. And then <laughs> another kid is going to be super nerdy and I'll scratch that itch. You know what I mean? Like, because uh, I have all these different interests that are just so tangential. Like, I'm like, I'll be, I'll go to the pub and watch Liverpool play. And yes. I want to play fucking tabletop video games. Like, give it, give all that. Like, and dude, D&D is so fascinating. Have you ever heard of, uh, how much do you know about that world? Uh, I don't know too much, like, like lore and things, but like I have watched like some YouTube clips of like people playing D&D. And yeah. like I'm, if, if I had access to like a D&D dungeon lore type game, I would play. Dude, this is, this is the gateway drug. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. it's, it's the, so um there are these creatures called iliads it's this whole space race there's actually multiple races from space but they are like the lovecraftian like uh tentacle monster fake looking guys right and the whole plot to this particular game is that you know you are the way that that race functions is that they have these little worms and these worms are like dropped into you and they dig into your brain. And then eventually whatever humanoid species you were before you transform into looking like them. And this isn't talked about in the game, at least thus far, but again, all of this is against D and D lore. That is just so big. Like I'll go on YouTube sometimes and mm-hmm. like just listen to the, stories about a particular species and i'm like yeah or like a character three, yep i'm like this is like three books worth of like information and this is just like a small scratch of this world like you know we like we geek out or across like marvel for example we're like oh my god all this is connected 
that like D and D is insane. It, there are in like the level of that it has been like flushed out in terms of history and detail. Mm-hmm. So like these Iliad monsters, right? They've actually conquered time. They can't lose. They're like the equivalent of like Loki, like whatever, like they can't lose. And yet, yeah, it's, it's just amazing. It's, it's just yeah. like, I can't, it's, I don't want to geek out on the too much, but <laughs> it will I think the, right up your alley. And yes, yeah. I feel like the, the best, uh, like D and D video I watched, there's this one guy who has been playing the same campaign for like 20 years or so. Like he, oh my he God. creates his own character, like paints him, yeah. like he has this whole like world set. Yeah. He's like, people have died here. Like, you get really emotional because you have a character who, like, you have gone X, Y, Z through, like, this many years, like, in story time, and they may die because something happened. And, like, you lose that character forever. And it's just like, that's yeah. such a commitment and oh, exciting and daunting at the same time. So that's the wild thing with, with Boulder's Gate. All of those rules are present. You can kill, mm-hmm. you can kill all of your allies. Um, you can... Like your your party members, they don't have to. If they die, they die. There are some mm. ways to bring some of them back. There's also, oh my god, there's things that you can do. You can you can get different skills in this game, um, like the ability to speak with animals. And suddenly, like the squirrel is gonna give you this whole dialogue and this whole fucking thing that you're like, okay, like you would have never had access to that had you not been able yeah. to speak with animals or speaking with the dead. So you'll find, like, dead bodies as you explore. And, like, if you've got the skill, you can be, like, what what happened here? Like, you can, oh, my God, dude. Like, <laughs> it's just the freedom that you have is sort of gross. <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, def- I'll, uh, I don't, have don't do not, it. Don't do it. Don't yes, do it. Yes, I not, have don't, not. Don't actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> this I have not found the time yeah. to incorporate, like, hardcore gaming back into my life in quite some time like i have played like call of duty every now and then like yeah. you'll play for an hour and you're like i'm done i don't need to play this anymore yeah. i'm so upset um <laughs> but yeah, yeah i do love rpgs i do love like great world building and i mm-hmm. love, love fantasy stuff yeah dude, this one i'll put it this way this one deserves your money but i just you gotta you know prioritize the things that are really important <laughs> in your life right now <laughs> But again, this is why, you know, having kids could be a great thing. You can actually be like, oh, yeah, I'm spending quality time with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Um, so let's see. Dude, I've circled my entire neighborhood. No, this is this is fantastic. I love I the sound quality is probably shit, but I'm getting great <laughs> exercise. I was um, just thinking, I was like, wow, that's that's a, that's a good amount of steps. My uh, actually the to jump on that tangent yeah. my girlfriend has a walking pad now and oh. it's it's basically like a small treadmill but like we set it up in front of the tv and when she mm-hmm. first got it i was like i'm always skeptical of things because like hey, you can just go walk outside you can go to the gym but mm-hmm. man a walking having access to walk in place is something so simple but huge like it's the greatest purchase ever like we use it every day 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, walking is that that's quite how fun. I justify watching all this TV, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like I have it, I have it in my garage with the like they'll put the show on and I'm on the treadmill. I'm like yeah. actually yes, talking about that, I was on there and I watched Castlevania the yeah. new season. Did you watch yeah. the? Did you, that was I did. good. Yeah, dude, I love Castlevania. I love the oh, way yeah. they're. I love the way they're telling that story. Like it's just mm-hmm. like. I remember initially, I was like, these voice actors are funny. But then you grow <laughs> to love it, and it's just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's, I love the, the, the animation, the artwork, basically just how, the character design. The character design is great. Um, the action is pretty good. The stories is good. It's, it's just, Netflix yeah. actually did a quality anime there. It, it's good. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. Um, actually, we never talked. I mean, this whole episode just is so long. For I don't care. Whatever people people tune out. Um, did you watch the One Piece thing? We never talked about that. Oh my goodness! I have not. Someone told me it's actually. Decent. It's actually. It's actually good. Yeah, it's actually. Good. I'm, it? I'm, I'm I'm shocked that it's good. Like because I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be absolutely garbage. I was like, there's no way this translates. Yeah. Um, and it's good because the beginning of One Piece is honestly not good. So the fact that they took some of the worst content of One Piece and made it good is well, yes, that's impressive. The, so any live action thing, I'm always very wary of. So I just like I'm just not gonna even try. But like the beginning of One Piece was they were actually pretty normal in terms of like powers, kind of like yeah. I feel like One Piece now is ridiculous, giants and magical creatures. Oh but like God, back yeah. in the day, it was like. All right, we have pirates and we have people with magical powers because of fruit, and that's it. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So, I, yeah, I think it was always very cartoony. Like, it was yes. always very comically cartoony. Yes. But, yeah, I, I mean, like... they, they did it. They're, that first season was, was a hit, you know? Mm. Um, and they're going to double up the budget for season two. So, yeah, I'm not sure how, like, once, I don't, I'll have to check it out. Um, like, I feel like, one piece now has gotten into some crazy animation slash powers i don't know how you would realize yeah. like turn that into a real format and so that's going to be interesting to see deep they can actually go like based on like what type of technology do you have to produce these effects yeah yeah um you know there's a dude that does um these youtube he's just a fan right and he'll yeah. do these uh video productions um, of like trying to basically replicate live action, he uses himself as 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 the actor, and he spends you know a week to two weeks or whatever, maybe maybe longer, and he recreates these scenes from the from the manga um, as live action scenes, including the 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 more recent thing against Kaido. Um, they look phenomenal. So this is a one man army being able to pull this mm-hmm. off. So like you see that, and you're like, it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah, it just yeah. you know, it's it's all about <laughs> aligning vision and not getting too. Greedy. I mean, <laughs> like you look at what happened with Marvel, dude. In in next year, there's only one Marvel movie, just one. Oh, Marvel has become so bad. Oh, so, but God. they finally realized though they're taking a pause. They've realized this all, dude. The the most recent like, uh, the Marvels, the the three the the female Avengers, yeah, tanked. Absolutely. Yeah, my my girlfriend went to go see it, and she was like, "I'm I was not impressed." No, 
it's they like they've leaned too hard into like the Guardians of the Galaxy special effects again, more of like the the woke thing that has no um, meat on it, um, mm. which was a, which was a lot of that. Um, but they're taking a pause uh, next year. The only one that's coming out, I'm definitely gonna watch. It's uh, Deadpool with Wolverine and um, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah I feel like they just, I feel like they just tried to cater to the masses too much. Like the Thor direction was weird. Yeah. How like it became a comedy and like a love interest. Like, I don't care about that. Thor. No, yeah. And look, you can make things real. Like like we talked about in the beginning, Invincible, right? The drama with, with the divorce. Like, if it's done well, it's it's great. It's great. It's real. When it's done just because they're like, Well, we gotta hit this demographic get the fuck out like no yeah yeah i feel like they they started changing things to like cater to the masses but also i guess i guess if you're really in the comics maybe you are still interested but like how things connect and how you can't watch something unless you watch something else but only for this small easter egg it's like uh, it's so much work that is for for me to say oh that connects to that (laughs) that's true too that's very true yeah, no, it lost its it's lost its flavor. Um, but, meh. but oh, uh, like I'm trying to remember where I was going with this. Um, uh, wait, yeah, what were we talking about just like a second ago before Marvel? Um, uh, we said we so we went from Apple TV, we went from to Netflix, Castlevania, character development. Uh, that's oh, how we got one, onto the oh, live like action. One piece, one piece, one piece, one piece. Yeah. Um, so as long as they don't get greedy, like they did with Marvel in yes. terms of, you know what I mean? Then yes, and everyone yes. stays the line and they're not just trying to suck more money out of the thing. Then it could remain good. Mm-hmm. I think they have the actual, so I don't know how, like they have the actual author of one piece, um, yeah. as like a, as a, um, like a consultant. So like yep. maybe that will help them and hopefully they'll continue as to long, listen to him. As long as they listen to him, it'll be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He actually went to the uh, premiere of it, and mm-hmm. he was watching. He was watching the people, like the audience around, for the not the premiere, but like the whatever the test showing, I guess. And when he saw people laughing and like enjoying it the way he does, because he really loves his own content, mm-hmm. um, then he's just like, "Yeah, this is good, right?" So, <laughs> as long as he maintains that same level of love for it, then amazing. Um, man, I can keep talking about this shit forever, but do you remember, um, who's the, the big creator for Marvel, um, uh, that passed away? Uh, um, created Spider-Man, um, or one of the creators? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 um, oh, oh, oh give me a second, uh, ooh, give me Yeah, brain, oh. we're both getting old now. He's, he's <laughs> in every single, Steve, yeah. no, Steve, no. Oh my god, it's on the tip of my tongue. I know, He's, right? He makes an appearance in every single one. Every single one of them. Well, anyways, oh when he uh, yeah, con- continue. I'll try to think. Yeah, yeah, when he when he passed away. Uh, I'm sorry, not before he passed away. He used to be. He used to love his fans. I mean, always loved his fans, right? And would go to every little premiere, showcase, all of that. And um, eventually, his wife passed away, and he lost all motivation like he couldn't mm-hmm. he couldn't do it anymore 
So, you know, I, I was thinking about that when we're thinking about the creator for One Piece. He has that passion. He cares about all the little things. And, and as long as that threat is maintained, amazing. But when, you know, if, if he ever pivots, I don't know what's going to hold that together. You know, I do feel like you, you need to have these visionaries at the center. Yes. Um, to, to maintain things like for all the whatever shit that uh, Elon gets, I doubt that Tesla would be Tesla without him, you know, mm-hmm. like, so maybe we can talk about that. I sent you the little cyber truck thing that just came out yesterday. Yes, um, I haven't. I didn't check out the video, but I did see a recent news article. So, like, they're ramping up production. Like, what's happening? Yeah, they, they're sending them out now. Yeah, they're okay. first, first, first deliveries are, are heading out. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see them on the street. Dude, that they're they're wild. They're wild. But uh, um, they probably want to wrap up here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, much much else, man. It was amazing catching up. Let's uh, let's make some plans for maybe another conversation. Before the end of the year, we'll yeah, see. I would say uh, let's try to do it before the end of the year and and talk about uh, the challenges we like talk about challenges. Yeah, yeah, like and really just fo- focus on resolutions and things like that. Mm-hmm. Things I'm like down. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm I think down. that would be good. All right, man. Well, wish you all the best. Uh, yes. Let me hopefully, see you. Well, we're definitely going to have to intersect in person for something mm-hmm. uh, next year. So, all right, brother. All right. Yes. Thank you, and yeah, good talking. Peace. Peace.